Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast, Unpacking Organizations, where Rupert and I uh, talk about our fashion topics. Unpacking Organizations, the Practitioner's Podcast. Sponsored by OrgView. See tomorrow's business today. So, Rupert, I know you have a passion also for creating three-letter acronyms. Um, you have created several, and we have discussed that, but there is one which has really caught my attention lately, which is called TAF. So I'll just leave it at that. What do you think is TAF? What should we know about it? Why is it important? And why it became one of the letters, one of the acronyms in your dictionary? Take us through so, it. Thank you, Shada. So TAF uh, starts with the T, and the T is target. So what do you want to achieve? We, in the org design context, you might look at headcount and workforce planning. We want a target cost reduction of 15%. Right? We want to achieve uh, growth in this new market, and we want to achieve um, you know, 20 million growth in the first year or we want to double our penetration into the segment. So you create targets and a budget is a target. Every year people are setting targets and they don't just set one target. There's lots and lots of targets and targets get broken down by dimensions. So you might say, we want to achieve uh, revenue growth of 1 billion or 1 million, depending on how big you are. And we're going to do that by geography. So North America is going to be half of that and Europe is going to be steady and then the other half is going to be APAC or whatever. So you break the targets down by dimensions and then that, so then you have sub-targets that roll up to the, to the top. So that's your target. And when you have your budget, you often have a red line because you sign in blood. Uh, and there are multiple targets. In, in, in the context of private equity, they have investment case. So, and, and you have a management case, which is like an IM. So this is, this is kind of a universal thing. You have targets. So then, you, then the next question is, okay, we've got all these targets. How are we doing? Are we achieving our target, yes or no? So that's the A, which is the actual so we have an aspirational, you know, we and want so to grow by. It's like a movie that goes on, like a snapshot. Every it's a reality time. is what has happened. So it's backward looking. Yeah. We we wanted to get to, to 20 million by this date or, you know, and, and by the way, these can be moving targets. So I wanted to get to 10, 15, 20. Where are we? Oh, we're at eight. Okay, we're 20% off. We hit 15. Congratulations, we're back. Oh, we stayed at 15, we were, the target was 20, we're five off or we're 25% off. So you have actuals, it's like the score. We can all dream about our targets and we all, obviously when you set targets, those uh, should be smart and smart includes realistic and it includes time bound, um, achievable, right? So we have, you know, targets and then we have actuals, where are we? And, you know, for most people, that's enough. So you can call that the TA, the T-A. So before you go to the F, can I ask you, usually, what is a good part of 
um, creating a target? Should it be 10 years? Should it be five years? Do you have like a um, opinion on that? Well, I, I think it, you, you have big, hairy, audacious goals that are 10, 15 years into the future. And you have an annual budget that breaks it all down by year and that gets signed off. And, and your annual budget is going to be far more granular than your BHAG, you know, big, hairy, audacious goal. Um, so the further out into the future, the less granular, the more directional and closer in time, you know, you say, well, and then you, that's where the F comes in. I've got my budget and, oh, oh, we, um, we missed it. We're off. Okay. You, where do you think you're going to be? Like, what do you believe the future is going to hold? And a belief about the future so F is for future is forecast. forecast. We create a forecast. So, and forecasting is important because it's the better we are at forecasting, right. the more confident we can be in our decision making. The more we can make decisions quickly and, and act. Right, we can be ahead of the curve. So the so where do you think right? And and if you you could be on target, the the actual could be in line with the target. So I could be, the target was 15 million and I'm at 15 million. But there's a downturn. There are a bunch of issues that I can foresee. I actually forecast we're going to stay at 15 million. I can forecast we're going to miss the 20 million target in, say, next quarter. That means I can take actions a quarter early. Because I know that's going to happen. If I, if I forecast it's going to happen, I don't have to wait to it have happened before I do something. So think of forecasting as buying time. Think of it as being in a time machine and I'm jumping into the future and saying, oh, this is where I think I'm going to be. And it's quite funny, you know, and funny, it's amusing. People are always saying, oh, if only in hindsight. In hindsight, I would have done X, Y, and Z. Well, have a bit of foresight. That's what forecasting is. And that's your point was that don't stop at T and A, which is like usually we start at target and what is our actual, but that does not take us too far because then we are not prepared. We're always surprised and we are like, oh, we could have done it this way. That's yeah. where the forecast comes in. Yeah. And... And then actually, the other thing is, so I've got the F versus T is how far ahead or behind budget I forecast I'm going to be. So the A is looking backwards and the F is looking forwards. And then there are multiple forecasts. The interesting thing is the F versus the A is actually my forecast accuracy. How good am I at forecasting? And that becomes a metric in its own right. Um, which is important. And it might be, you know what, you're really bad. But if you're doing it, you will get better. Um, I think all it's a muscle. It's something, you know, and, and it, it buys time, right? And if you, you know, um, the famous uh, hockey player, uh, wasn't it, Wayne Gretzky, said, I don't putt to where the ball is. I don't skate to where the ball is. I skate to where the ball is going to be. And that's what made him such an amazing hockey player is that ability to anticipate, right? And that's what forecasting is. Yeah. 
So workforce planning, I create a plan. I also create forecasts. I create scenarios, by the way. I can have optimistic and pessimistic forecasts. In, in the world of running a business, every quarter people reforecast. You're updating, hey, we're doing really, really well. We're ahead of, of where we expected and plan. We can invest more. We're behind, we're behind where we think we're going to be behind. Let's slow down on our investment. So you, that all goes directly into your decision-making processes. I love it. Thank you so much, Rupert, for telling us about um, things that are very, I would say, straightforward, but we miss thinking about it when we think about it in org criterias and organization lens. So TAF, people, this is target, actual, and forecast. Don't forget the forecast. <laughs> Thank you, Rupert. Lovely. Thank you, Shreda. So what was your takeaway? Um, my takeaway is that don't forget the forecast. I think right. that is something that I feel that we do target, we do actual, but then we get surprised. And that is my takeaway that um, how are you doing and building up for the future is important. And um, add that into your process. What's yours? Rupert? My, my one is maybe simpler, which is even if you do T versus A, you're probably doing more than most. We spend all this time in budgeting <laughs> and setting targets. And then how often do we actually say, yes. how are we doing against that? Particularly in the context of org design and in in workforce planning, we've got this new design to achieve these different outcomes. This is the business case. Where are we against those things? Has the organization actually delivered on the outcomes? that we designed it for, I, are we achieving the targets? It's, it's forgotten all the time. So there we go. So I hope everyone found that helpful. If you did, please hit that subscribe. Please leave a comment. And if there's a topic you want us to discuss, let us know. We're, we're on LinkedIn, we're easy to find or find any other mechanism. Yeah, but LinkedIn's probably the best. Um, and, you know, let us know what, what else you want us to talk about. Shredder, thank you so much. Yes, please. Thank you, Rupert. Take care. Always a pleasure. Bye.